Feed me, Ruby. Feed me now. Welcome to Staggering Stories Podcast 94. We're getting close. We're getting close. Yes. (laughs) To what? Good evening, good morning, good day, depending on when you're reading this, listening to this, or doing whatever else you're doing obscenely at this moment in time. Stop that! It's not it! (laughs) Doing obscenely. (laughs) All right, doing it unobscenely. Whilst listening to us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, it's me, it's Jean. Uh, Adam, hello. I'm along for the ride. And I... She oh, can't be I'm, bothered. I'm real keen, then. Um, sorry. I'm sorry, I, I didn't think of something abusive to put in there. <laughs> not even worth the effort. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the most abusive thing I've got. I'm not even worth the effort. Yes. He only comes here to be abused and you can't even abuse him. No, you're a tosser. Oh, <laughs> you're not. You're my little squeezy toy. Uh, I love you. Let's get to the news quick. <laughs> Who Christmas special fast track to US of A two? After our recent news item that Australia will be showing the Doctor Who Christmas special on Boxing Day, probably some ten hours after the UK sees it. Mm. Now the United States are also seeing it within hours. BBC America has announced on its Twitter feed that Doctor Who a Christmas Carol is to be broadcast in the US on Christmas Day. Mm. This marks the first time that a Doctor Who Christmas special has aired in the United States on the same day as its UK premiere. In addition. BBC America will be screening a New Who marathon on Christmas Eve and the 2010 Doctor Who prom on Christmas Day. Ooh. The new Christmas episode itself will be broadcast at 9pm Eastern Time. The time of broadcast in the UK has yet to be announced. <laughs> Nor have we yet heard about Canada or elsewhere yet. <laughs> in your ber- perfect BBC presenter no, voice. So, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I love the fact that they can figure out what time they're showing it in America, but they can't, they can't figure yeah. out what time they're showing it here. Oh, they no, it does not turn. Yeah. We, we're getting it half an hour after it airs in America. <laughs> it's going to be seven o'clock. That would be or the next like day. Yeah. 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 Well, we don't actually even know technically it's on Christmas Day. No, no. it has no. to be. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm the sure. Morecambe and Wise of its time. I think we can assume seven o'clock. Yeah, six o'clock maybe Christmas Day, but we don't oh, know. No, you got to let Mum and Dad finish the washing up first. Yeah. So you got to let Mum finish the washing up first. No, you got to let Dad finish the washing so up that's first. Really, really good news. Most more of the world, or less. Yeah. Well, most of the world, the, the three or four major territories that showed up to anyway are getting it within yeah. hours of each other which is how it should be frankly. so we don't have to fudge anything on the review and it also yeah. means they mm. figured out that people actually video it upload it to a load of illegal well, of sites course. and yeah, download yeah. it yeah. quickly no, so that they might happens. as well no. they might as well get in there before we <laughs> never <laughs> ever do that do we boys and girls I never blooming clue to. how to do that actually <laughs> but I am aware it goes on it does indeed <laughs> Doctor Who in meaningful awards, shocker. <gasps> <laughs> 
You mean there's some meaning for the water? I think so, maybe. Richard Curtis's Vincent and the Doctor has been nominated in the drama category at this year's Mind Mental Health Media Awards. Yay. Mm. The nominations will be judged by an independent panel of media professionals and mental health service users. The awards, which celebrate the best portrayal of mental distress and reporting of mental health in broadcasting media, are being held today, this evening, as we're doing this podcast at the British Film Institute. Mm. So that's Monday the 22nd of November, for those of you who haven't worked it out. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm upset. Why are you Why? upset? They didn't invite us. No. No. For anyone that doesn't know, Mind is a charity organisation that in England, I don't know if there are in the rest of the world, which support people with mental health and learning disabilities. Mm. They're quite a good organisation because it's it's all ranges Mm -hmm. of um, mental health and learning disability and they give financial support and counselling and that kind of thing. That's good stuff. Mm. Quite an interesting award. I don't know if Doctor really deserves it. It is a good episode, but re-watching it a few times, the actual mental health side of it is fairly superficial. Well, yeah. What can you do in 45 minutes on Doctor Who? Especially when you've got a space budget to well, exactly. And so that's what I was going to say. It's interesting how many people out there who can see invisible space chickens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one over there. I, th- okay. I think possibly the reason it has been nominated, though, it's one of the few occasions where they've actually treated depression mm. as not just, I don't feel like it today. Yeah. They've actually pointed out yeah. depression is that you can be in the best place in the planet, you can be in your happiest moment, the life, the universe can be brilliant, and you still feel like SH1T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I suppose it did have a big audience. It drew in people who wouldn't necessarily watch serious drama yeah. about mm. that sort of thing. Fringe is moved to death. <gasps> it's the Friday slot. It is. Oh, Fox, dear. that that well-known bastion of science fiction television, mm. yep. Yep. has announced that it's moving Fringe to Friday nights at 9pm, oh, beginning on January dear. 28th, 2011. Yes, it's that infamous Friday night death slot where many a good show has gone to die at least on big network TV unlike it's the, Siffy it's the um, show version of going to Brisbane isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder why that night and that time because everybody with a life is out yes yeah. but there's a lot of people that don't have lives that sit at home watching TV yeah but they don't watch Fringe well maybe they do but not enough of them and not yeah. the right yeah. demographics I don't know Obviously, the immediate reaction for fans can uh, be guessed, but to one person, televisionary writer and TV aficionado, Jace Lakob, who said on Twitter, Well, Fringe, it was great knowing you. Yeah, But it may not be quite as dire as all that, because Fox has recently said very positive things about keeping the show going. Oh, dear. Oh, that does sound familiar, though. <laughs> yes, we have the greatest of confidence in our coach. Yeah. <laughs> on the other hand, ratings have declined recently, and fewer than five million people watched a recent episode, which is not an optimistic sign uh, yeah as soon as they start saying we have every confidence you yep. we support you you know yep, you're on the way out <laughs> yeah yeah that's a shame I've never actually caught I, I've I got it on DVD the first season I haven't <laughs> watched it religiously but the episodes I've watched yeah. I have enjoyed and it's again it's another one with these plot arcs but the, yeah. you can easily pick the plot arc up per episode it's okay. not so, it's not something convoluted like X-Files <laughs> yeah which they made up so end along yeah. yeah I'm getting the feeling there's a lot of these kind of programs on because you've got Haven yep. Fringe Eureka the yep. one with the funny village you know, yeah. so, now we're only getting a certain amount of them on our TV which means that if we're getting that there's more yeah. of these that are being we're, made that aren't shown up I'm wondering yeah. if there's just a saturation and Fringe is not as good as some of them or, 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 or yeah but 
Fox is notorious for not supporting certain types of uh, programme. I don't know why they ever commissioned them, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Dollhouse was killed last year, was it? Or yep. earlier this year? Um, Fox again. I heard that Medium has been cancelled as well. Yes, I I'm heard not that. Sure. Yeah. Channel, not Fox, I think. No, I know it's on Sky Living over here, but I'm not sure what channel makes it in America. No, I've never seen it. But then that's on season seven? Yeah, that, six, that's... Seven now? That okay. has had a good run. I mean, I thoroughly enjoy Medium, but there, there is a finite point to how many times you can dream a murder and then <laughs> yeah. catch Without the murderer. being arrested as a suspect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one problem with American TV. They take a good idea and they stretch it out to yeah. death. Mm. Yeah. 22 episodes a year over seven years. Mm, yes, yeah. They can't change the cast ever because they're all basically set in stone in contract for that's it. seven years. Anyway. The, that's the trouble with a seven-year contract. I mean, the good life of a series is about five years mm. before things begin to get stale. And mm. Which is what's one of the good things about Doctor Who. Yeah. It's forever changing cast. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, ch- they change cast, they change producers, they change background. Mm. So it technically doesn't get stale. I think Shouldn't that's do. one of the yeah. reasons why Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes also worked, because you had yeah. that finite storyline. We also all knew it was only going to be two or three seasons long. Mm. And they stuck to it, unlike Lost, which was going to be two or three seasons long, and then they discovered <laughs> they were making money out of it. Mm. Um, well, same can yeah. be said, said for Babylon 5. Mm. It had a, a five-year arc of a beginning, middle and end which was perfect. Now they have tried to continue it on with Crusade and the Lost mm. Stories and mm. to my mind just doesn't quite gel yeah. the same way. No, but at least they had the courage to say season five was the end of yeah. Babylon 5 as yeah. it was. Yeah. They were pressuring him to yeah. do a sixth year yeah. of Babylon 5 but he said no, five years is it. How long's Fringe been running? Is it third season now? Uh, I think it's coming up to third yeah. season, yeah. I think the first two are out in DVD or yes. it must be third. Yeah. Anyway, any more news? Um, no, I'm addendum to doubt. And that's a lot. We've been watching more TV. Oh, no. Yes, we have. And for the last time this year. Yes. Watching TV. <laughs> well, I'm going to watch more TV, <laughs> but the subject matter is for the last time uh, this year. Okay. Yeah. The last... Yes. <laughs> the last two episodes of Sarah Jane Smith Adventures. Woohoo! Goodbye, Sarah Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well. So, quick plot outline, please, El Presidente. If Sarah Jane trouble. and crew yes. uh, rush to a, a crashing asteroid to yes. decontaminate it from yeah. some so It's got spores or, or pathogens. Or, it yeah. crashes in Bannerman Road? No, no, not no, far it's, off. It, does, does pa- it crashes in the woods nearby. In the, okay. Yeah, yeah, just up the road. Yeah. Fair quick enough. car journey anyway. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but they're beaten to the scene they by are. some mysterious woman mm-hmm. who fixes it for them. Yes. Was using virtually the same equipment. Yeah. Yes. But drives off in such a nicer car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice little open-top speed uh, sports car. Red. Yeah. Sporty yeah. red thing. So they're all a bit confused by this. Yep. And she, this new woman, claims they're amateurs. Yes. This <laughs> wants nothing to do with them. Just yes. leaves them there aghast. <gasps> so they rush back to Bannerman Road. Yep. Got to find out about this woman where she lives. Yep. And then Riley spots her pulling up a couple of doors down the road. Yes, coincidentally, she lives just a few houses down. Moved in. Yeah. No, she only moved no. in a couple yeah. of days ago. Ah. Yeah, they saw the removal vans. But... Jeez. <laughs> so they go to confront her and yes. she's very standoffish and yeah, won't yeah. even tell, tell her, her name. No, and... tell them to get out yep. of her house. Yep. Yes. Pathetic amateurs. Aye. Go away. 
Uh, they find out her name by Clyde reading her post. Yeah. That was quick, that post. That, got to, that uh, was, got to, yeah. Only been there a couple of days. Probably brought her with her. Maybe. Maybe yeah. she did. Uh, <laughs> and she then claims that uh, she moved there because of the Ealing Triangle. Got, yes. And things happen in the, sort of this this area. Yes, yeah. it's the Ealing noticed. Triangle. Yes, the Ealing Triangle. A lot happens from in... the chippy to the police <laughs> <laughs> across to the ambulance. Well, that's park. about it. <laughs> We're basically Sarah Jane's house in the middle. Yeah. We have a we have a very brief recap, like Rhino things driving police cars and yeah, yeah. Uh, the the bubble shock factory is yeah, uh, sort of road. an hour's drive away from here. Tim's up the road, yeah. Yeah. So naturally. As she's the same sort of thing as Sarah Jane, she fights aliens. And yes, and look, so she would come to Ealing, wouldn't she? Yes. Well, of course. Yes. Whilst this is going on, though, Sarah's memory is starting to go. Yeah. She's starting to forget things and leave the door open. What's and her age? Not and, and, feel yeah. so well. And the handbrake off the car. Oh, yes, left the handbrake off the car. <laughs> started so trundling out the... So I take it this is... We've Got, we've got over the nothing happening to her for a whole episode <laughs> saga. Not, well, we get there again. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but yes, ever since she, met, she meets Ruby, coincidentally or not. Well, no, before she meets Ruby. Uh, is it before? Yes, it's just before they go and see the meteorite. I think something happened. Did it? I don't remember that. I thought it was the moment she meets. Anyway, anyway around yeah. the, that time, yes. she starts to... Lose it. Yes. She Lose comes home, marbles. says hi to, uh, to Rani's parents, saying she's got to rush in and make dinner for, for Luke. Uh, Luke. Yes. Who is still off. At Who's university. out at college. He has been whole season. Mm. And yeah. Mr. Smith scans her, and she has a degradation of her memory cells and yeah, irreparable brain. deteriorating brain. She's gone loopy. She's, her yeah. marbles are... Thoroughly off the table. Yes. yes. <laughs> Rolling down the street. Yep, that's it. Into the sewer. <laughs> with a plot. I, I think we got the analogy. You're going a little bit too far with I'm it. Sorry. You're by a giant it. crocodile. <laughs> alligator. Oh, alligator is it? Alligator is okay. Mm. <laughs> she even forgets the doctor's name. Yes. That's when she knows she's going yes. a bit mad. How does she know she's forgotten? Because she's talking to Ruby, who is, mm-hmm. by this point has realised they're not amateurs, introduced herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, and they're having a, a girly, oh, we fight aliens together kind oh, of moment. Yeah. And she, she said, oh, yes, ever since I met... And she can't remember the doctor's name. And then she remembers it and gets Mr Smith to keep replaying it over yeah, for, and over, for, and that, over. That, that gets me. Why did she record it? <laughs> Mr. Smith just recalls everything. Yeah, that, that, that worries me. Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith kept just saying the doctor. <laughs> no, no, no. What gets me worried is the fact that Mr. Smith records everything that goes on in the house. Doesn't this strike you as. going to take over the world. Right, just, doesn't this strike <laughs> you as slightly pervy? What well, do you think he... goes on in that house? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of children and a pensioner. <laughs> well, you know, these uh, pensioners. Yeah. Well, recording and filming them in the shower. You know? so, so we end episode <laughs> one with uh, Sarah Jane has given over command of Mr. Smith to Ruby. Yep. Oh, dear. And Am guess what Ruby's Ruby does? <laughs> oh, bad Ruby. Nasty Ruby. Yes. <laughs> the second she gets control of Mr. Smith, does yes. she go, <laughs> She pretty much does. Almost. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but. <laughs> and ends up chaining Sarah J. Smith to a wall in yeah, a cellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chained up. Woo. 
<laughs> next next to a stomach. Yeah. Next to a stomach. Yes. yes. Big stomach. You see, see the the type of creature that she is has her stomach outside her body, sitting that in the be corner. Useful. Yeah. <laughs> so put it on Jewish waiters. Yeah. <laughs> so Sarah Jane is basically lunch. This thing yeah. via Ruby has been feeding on Sarah, yeah. which is why she's been going loopy. Oh. Nom nom nom. Mm. So it feeds on marbles. Yes. Nom, nom, yep. nom. Okay. But Sarah Jane disappears. Yes. Without trace. Yeah. And Ruby mocks up a goodbye message on <gasps> Mr. Smith. Yes. Do not follow me. Yeah. I do not love you anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the kind of thing. So Along those lines. Yeah. Clyde and Ronnie turn up, see the message, can't you know, quite uh, believe it. Can't quite believe it. Particularly the fact that she didn't even tell Luke she had yes. disappeared without telling but Luke. But Luke wasn't there. No, no but she's, she can talk to him via Skype. Or, oh, Clyde, yeah. Clyde gets really annoyed with um, Rani because Rani suggested that Sarah wanted a, should have taken a holiday and blames her for everything because it's like his parents running, or his father running, running off. off again. Yeah. Yep. And Rani's mother is the one that persuades Rani that it's probably not all kosher, really. Because <laughs> she actually admits she's jealous of Sarah Jane and their relationship. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's all a bit dodgy the way she put it. A special relationship you have with Sarah Jane, the same time a daughter. This sixteen-year-old girl and this eighty-five-year-old woman. Yes, yeah. but we're reading too filming, much into filming this. in the showers again. You're just a pervert. You can't be a pervert. It's not right. It is very odd, but anyway. Um... <laughs> Going to buy Adam a cardboard Sarah Jane, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> complete with fluffy hat and Mad Catwoman jumper. Yep, yep that's it. Mad that's Catwoman it. jumper. <laughs> but Mr. Smith has been interfered with. Yes, Mr. Smith is caught. See, she, uh, Sarah Jane deleted her her voice print from the command card, yep. so Mr. Smith can't recognise Sarah Jane anymore. Mm. And also, we've got Mr. White, who's yeah. Ruby White's little gizmo, sort of a, a handheld little thing, has interfered with Mr. Smith. Yes, it has. And this is a naughty thing. Place. Yes. yes. Yeah. And at one point, while Clyde is up in the loft, mm. Mr. Smith starts saying numbers at him. Yeah. Uh-oh, is he counting down? No, no. he's saying numbers which represent letters of the alphabet. Uh, Second uh, letter of the alphabet. Yeah. 27th and, letter and of the alphabet. 27th gets... letter of the alphabet. <laughs> 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 and he gets as far as... Beware, ah, ah, and guess who's in the room with him when oh, he dun, works his dun, <laughs> So that that's it. Ends. Clyde's out of the picture. Yep, yep. <laughs> he gets teleported up to a prison ship, a golf oh, ball, a tiny Clyde. little room yeah, in a, orbit. A, a, literally, it's a golf ball yep. floating now, in the earth. Now, I want to add the question here at this point, yeah. right? She teleports Clyde up onto the spaceship, yeah, yeah. which is off of the planet Earth. Yes, yep. which is. Not on the planet Earth anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is contrary to any Jadoon instructions. Oh, he's broken the law. Well, <laughs> he's still in, with the Jadoon. He's still in Earth orbit. That's probably okay. Because, <laughs> like, Not two stories ago, we had this thing about they couldn't be taken to an alternative point in time because the Jadoon had put some kind of restraining order on them. And now they're off in uh, space. Uh, they're but, in, they're but, in the upper atmosphere. But, but yeah, in orbit, she was, it's a prison ship. She was a prisoner aboard that ship. So she's a criminal anyway, so she wouldn't care anything about the law. Yeah, but the Jadoon didn't turn up to take him out to go and shoot him for having broken the law against <laughs> his will. They were getting there, but... Yeah, by the time, he got, by the time they got shop. there, he was already back. Yeah, he he also has no oxygen, so yes. he's going to starve. There's of oxygen only the oxygen in that's in the room. That's all. Yep. No, 
going to have to hold his breath. He is. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he and, and Rani had a big hissy fit in an argument and she got all upset because she fancies him something chronic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And so did he, he fancy her, but he didn't get a chance to say so, goodbye yes, yes. on the phone. And he's dying on the phone. And he says, Ruby, I... Aww. <laughs> Adolescent love. <laughs> Sickening. But then suddenly Luke turns up at uh, Rani's hey. house. Dun, dun, dun. Clive has sent him a message saying, it's not all right in the state of Kansas. Mm. Look, looking all older and moody. Mm. Oh, has he had his hair done? <laughs> well, he's moody. wearing a scarf kafkan type thing. Yeah. Uh, trying to be grown up. Yeah. yeah. So See. together, Rani and... Luke, with help of K9... On the phone. On the phone. Devise a plan to disrupt the Mr. White yes. device. Which turns out to be nothing but glorified PSP. Yeah, yeah. a reprogrammed games console. Oh. So, uh, Why don't uh, they just stamp on it? Well, K9 <laughs> reset it back to its factory settings. Factory so it defaults. plays a really mean Mario Brothers game. Yeah. 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 yeah, not much yeah. more. And they rescued Clyde. Teleport him back, yes. Yeah. So Smith is then Just okay after that. Just as he was on his that. last gasp. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So of course. Yeah. I thought he yeah. recovered very quickly. He did yes. really yeah. quickly. Yeah, oxygen yeah. starvation. Right, we're back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 it was yeah. that. You know. You're right. Yeah. They, all, they find her chained up oh, in the cellar. Being threatened by monks. No, no, by a big stomach. By a big red stomach. A big monk, monks, nearly the same. That would a big, a big glowing red stomach. Why, why threatening by monks? Because she's always being threatened by monks okay. and cowls. Okay. Monks are very threatening people. Oh, yeah. Well, they are. Uh-huh. But they still have to get rid of Ruby. Oh yes. Yeah. So how do they do that? Mm. Do they teleport her to the prison? No. Planet? One of the things she, the thing know, she feeds think. on is fear. And adrenaline, really. Sensation, excitement. Oh, no, that's... No, they use the the, the 3D... They make her watch EastEnders. They they use (laughs) the games console against her. What do they play on the games console? Well, it's it's a holographic holographic games console, and it makes a meteor fall on every part, or the vision of a meteor fall on every part of the Earth. Yeah, holographic meteors. Okay. Yeah. So where everyone's getting rather anxious and upset about meteors falling on them, it overloads her. Ah, and she goes, so she has too fuzz, much fuzz. to eat. Yeah, she gets indigestion. Mm. Her uh, stomach gets big and bloated. That's very clever. Mm. But on the other side of the coin, you also have the 47,000 old people who died <laughs> in fright because they thought a meteor yes. was about to yes. crush them. Well, yeah. Bloody casualties. <laughs> there, there, is, there is quite a funny bit at the end because you are kind of like waiting for the stomach to blow up. And it's, Clyde said, it's going to blow up. And it doesn't. It shrinks, it shrinks, it shrinks. He goes along and says, it didn't. Gungeous. And then, of course, at which point he goes and, and squirts gunge pink... all over his face. You <laughs> just get a little squirt of pink gunge over Clyde. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit. Um, it's a anyway. yeah. yeah, yeah. But as it, as it collapses, it sends out all its energy, and Sarah Jane suddenly gets her marbles back. No yeah. more woolen hat. No more no woolen hat. Mad cat woman. No, no, no. no. That's no. a shame. And it's all back to normal yeah. again. Of course, Ruby's big plan was to let in and help all the aliens yeah. who are yeah. invading Earth so she could feed off all the negative ah, energy. So yeah. she was the anti-Sarah. She was, she was the, the anti-Sarah, Sarah. yes. Yeah. Do they at least get to keep her car? Don't know. You don't know. I presume they would do. Yeah, oh, maybe. Maybe it's probably stolen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so they get, she gets teleported back up to the prison, which get, then gets sent on its way. It gets and she threatens oh. revenge. Oh, yes. Oh, wonderful. She, she, you almost expected her to have a moustache. Yeah. 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 She, she needed a moustache so she could have twiddled it and gone, mwah, ha, 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 ha. 
know, if she was of a certain age, she may have been working on them. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> I had seen the actress in something else. Judy Graham. Yeah, she what, was familiar. What's I couldn't she? place She's her. She's famous for failed TV programmes like Bone Kickers. That's it, uh, Bone Kickers. Survivors. It's yes. Bone Kickers, that's yes. what I've seen. I mean, she that was the, was the chief archaeologist yeah. in yeah. Bone Kickers. And, uh, and this character well. is very, very similar <laughs> to the chief archaeologist <laughs> in yeah. Bone Kickers. Mm. Same the, outfits, anyway. On the whole... <laughs> Compared to the last one, I was pretty disappointed about this one. It wasn't really? much. Yeah, it yeah, didn't, didn't get me. It didn't grab me and, and drag me in. Kicking See, this down. is more back in the keeping of it. Yeah. Sarah Jane Smith, incapacitated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can see why, but I thought at least it hung together better. It, uh, it did all make sense. There weren't any logic leaps, unlike <laughs> the last one. It, it, as a season finale... Mm-hmm. It was a bit, mm, you know, it, you had you had a little <laughs> bit of an argument between the kids that never went to anything, and yeah, I don't know. It, it was a decent enough story midway, but it just didn't have the feeling of an end of season, even no. with Sarah Jane's little "just go forward in all you believe" kind of <laughs> yeah. speech at no, the end. God, she didn't. <laughs> she did. She uh, she she eulogised. Yeah, she got yeah. to stop doing. This. <laughs> well, I think the the idea was that. For the first half of the first episode, you really were thinking maybe Liz was and she'd be taken over by Julie Graham. Yeah, I think that was the whole point. That's why it was at the end to make you think maybe on the whole, the sort of the series has had quite a lot of cast hopping and changing. They'd have a job calling it the Sarah Jane Adventures if Sarah Jane wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't stop Blake Seven. No, it didn't. Neither Seven nor Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she is going to be back next year. Yeah. What about Luke? Is Luke going to be back next year or is he completely written out? Because I, I know, know he was only he... in the first episode of this season. He was in the, the first l- and the last. The last basically. episode. I mean, we've had spots of him in every other episode. Yeah, but yeah. there were two he wasn't in at all. Yeah. Mm. But the other four he was in to at least a little bit on screen yeah. saying yeah. hello to the gang. This is me. Hello. Don't forget me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The actor's meant to have gone to university, I think. So, yeah. Good boy. Whether that means he will be in next season or not, I don't know. Uh, they're filming next season in two parts. Yeah. They're filming three stories pretty much straight after this season. Yeah. Then they're doing the last three next year. Mm. So maybe he won't be in the next the three. First three, but, but he might be, be in the last three. Yeah. I, don't know. Mm. I don't know. Oh, well. But all in all, I think it's been a pretty strong season. From from what I've seen, I think I've this year I saw all more. You know, it's yeah. it's been entertaining. Mm. You know, not not earth shattering stories, but certainly some of them have been entertaining stories. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not full on Doctor Who. No, no. But then you wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah. I know on and the CBBCs, which CBBC. is CBBC, which it's shown on before it's shown on BBC One. Yeah, there's also the Sarah Jane Files, which isn't mm. a confidential. It's looking at different aliens. I think it is. I haven't actually seen I've any seen of them. One of them, um, but they yeah. do seem to be making. From the children's point of view, they seem to be making a little bit more of the character of Sarah Jane. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and bringing her out as as the auntie or what have you mm-hmm. to 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 go through different things like the monsters and education. Yeah, it's a bit of a clip show, really. It's, it's Sarah Jane telling you about the monsters and showing you clips of them in Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. yeah. It, but it's a good little extra, I suppose. Mm. Oh, well.
some people around here have been listening to music, haven't they? Yeah. Music? Well, you've been listening to... Muzak. Some Doctor Who nonsense. Oh, Doctor Who Season 5 soundtrack. Season, season oh, five. in that case, it's definitely Doctor Who nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Season 5. Murray's gold. More, yeah. more go- the golden Murray. Yeah, it's golden shower. Now some music. of this we sh- we heard at the um, Thoms. We heard quite a bit of it. Yeah, Thoms actually. Yeah. I was ignoring or, or. that on the basis that's very dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. I missed that. What? <laughs> I'm not repeating it. I'll tell you in the car. Okay. <laughs> You're not old enough to tell on air. <laughs> Favourite tracks, anyone? Oh, there no, actually, there is a couple of tracks in here that I quite enjoyed. The, uh, only a couple of them? Well, yeah, there's quite a few from Vincent and the Doctor. Okay, I think there's yeah. only two... Oh, there's, oh, there's quite a few tracks. Yeah, yeah there's... One, there's two, a, three, four, five tracks. Yeah, there's quite a few. I think yeah. there, there's one in there that's called Vincent, which is... Um, yeah. I don't know. The music you hear when the TARDIS dematerialises right at the end, where he's mm. left on his own. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. he wanders... That's, that's yeah. a nice piece. Also, I think there's one from. It's not. It's not the song that is played, but there's music played when he's being talked about. Yeah, it's actually when what when yeah when uh, uh, Mr. Black is telling is telling because okay. yeah, you have the song when he's walking into the, yeah yeah, and then you had this piece of this glorious piece of music that comes to a crescendo when uh, Professor Black is actually talking about Vincent. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a glorious. Yeah, piece. It's, uh, I think it's with. With love, Vincent. Yes. Which is also that's, when Amy looks at the uh, the, the painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, to Amy. That's the bit Amy. where Vincent actually realises it's it's, it's work, his work his around work. him and yeah. that mm. kind of thing. I mean, yeah. that, that is yeah. beautiful. And it, it, it's that's good stuff. Even now, it's still a stirring piece, and I, mm. I'm ashamed. To, well, not ashamed to say, but it does moisten my eye. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it um, was very fitting for the actual scene as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a piece of music you noticed. But it didn't overpower no, the scene no, it either. Didn't, it didn't intrude on the scene, but you noticed it, and mm. it, it just made the whole bit... As I said, listen to it now brings back memories of actually watching yeah. the okay. scene. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's very Maybe nice. it's indicative of the entire uh, soundtrack. Yeah. It feels quite different to the previous ones. It's like Murray Gold's reinvented himself yeah. for the season. To a certain extent, yes. Yeah. And he's I've, done a great job with it. One really thing has. I noticed, to say, I haven't heard it, but I do notice, especially on the Pandorica Opens and the Big Bang, there's an awful lot of tracks. Yes. Mm. Is it small pieces of incidental this, music, or has it been pulled together like some of them have into sweeps sadly yeah, not now this this is unfortunately something i don't like about this yeah, track and i want this this cd then i was going to come back to it at the end of it it has less to my mind it has less production values done on it previous mm. cds ha- the musical tracks have been reworked into a little symphony this one yeah. it appears to have just been lifted from the soundtrack and dumped on the cd that's yeah. a shame. It is a shame, but it does mean that there are a lot more tracks. There are a lot more tracks. Double double CD as yeah, well. Yeah, there, there are a lot more tracks, but there are a lot shorter, mm. and the, quite a few of them are indicative to what I don't like on incidental music. Mm. I there are musical cues in there, so occasionally yeah, you uh, certainly the Solurian uh, the Solurian tracks mm. and the Angel tracks. Are very much zing zang whack. 
boop, yeah. boop. You just got strange, vague sounds that mm. are significant to what is going on on the screen, but make no sense, make no sense musically yeah. and are just rubbish. I don't know about rubbish. It's only true, particularly of the Angels one. Yeah. It's exactly the same piece of music they actually played in Doctor Who Live. Yeah. Which is really unnerving. Yes. Kind of background noise rather than music. Yeah. The orchestra yeah. is doing, which works really well. But is it... It works. To no, yes, it works really well with the pictures when something's going on or on the, on the stage when you've got yeah. policemen being... Yeah. But <laughs> when, when you're just listening to it as a single piece of music... You can't help think that something's missing. What's yeah, going on? It jars. True. Yeah, it, for me, it jars. But having said that, like I said, there are some some beautiful tracks on there here. Are. Certainly, um, I am the Doctor, oh, which is the Doctor's theme. Yeah, I loved uh, the Vampires of Venice, and uh, I've got what's her name? You've got the the other track, Madam. It's part of the Vampire of Venice oh, section because uh, you've got twenty to twenty four on the Signora Rosanna. That's it, Signora. Yeah, Signora Cavieri is again. It's a very nice bombastic i like bombastic mm-hmm. music and that that's very very heavy with the music very mm. very bombastic and up there and loud i yeah. like amy's theme yeah amy that that's, that's really, another really nice. that is another good track yep that's that's a good one do any of the themes run through because like you've mentioned the doctor's yeah. theme and yes. amy train previously like with rose's theme yeah it was we've well, we've amy's woven into what they play when the pandorica opens yeah. and when he's holding her by her foot mm. yeah is it is it a case of and th- if this is like incidental music, when the previous CDs were compiled, quite often you had those bits brought into the suites. So on this, you don't have that. You don't well, have that running theme through. Amy, Amy's theme and the Doctor's theme does keep cropping up in the other pieces of work. Mm. I mean, another yep. one that you've just mentioned, and another one that I like, and it's a very nicely done one, is Sad Man in a box yeah where the doctor's theme comes into it you get a little bit of amy's theme to begin with a little bit of sad music then the uh the doctor's theme comes into it as the the plot lines of the big bang the doctor lives back through his experiences mm. the music reverses oh, right. and you you get uh you get the doctor who's theme reversing plus another drum track on top of that that is going forward mm. so it's a nice little gimmick that they've done on that one everywhere where they've used the doctor theme, i love it all the time oh yeah it's a very good it's a very good thing the sad man on the box is a good example because it's actually quite moving i think the way you have the doctor there um saying goodbye to amy as the pandora is about to close and take off then it kicks into this triumphant doctor's theme when he types in geronimo Geronimo, into the uh the transceiver sacrifice himself yeah yeah Yeah. it's a very good very nice piece that is but like I'm saying, the, the flip side of it, there, to my mind, again, this is my only point, my point of view. There are tracks that I would quite happily delete out mm. because yeah. they are just musical noise. Yeah, yeah it is a shame. There are a few bits here and there which would have been nice to get in, which yeah. didn't get in. Yeah, but I think most of the main ones are there. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I would recommend to go out and buy it. And oh yeah, and uh, if unless I get this for Christmas, I will be out there buying it. It's certainly my favourite Doctor Who soundtrack. I think mm. so far has some really great stuff. Other ones. Most of my favourite tracks are all versions of the 11th Doctor theme, but yeah. uh, another good one is a Useful Striker, which is when the Doctor's oh, playing yeah. football. Yes. 
yes. really upbeat. Yeah. That's that's the, uh, the lodger's section. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. I did notice that lodger has actually quite a few pieces of music on here. Mm. Three, four, five, six, nine, nine, ten pieces yeah. of music to it compared to Amy's Choice, which has two. Well, yeah. it's again. Well, you've got to think on the flip side. The the Amy's Choice music may be anything from uh, two minutes to five minutes long, mm. while the lodger pieces of music are three minutes. One minute. They're all smaller pieces. Yeah. Well, Amy's choice is one minute seven and two minutes fifty-two. Yeah. Mm. But uh, Kiss of the Girl from the Lodger is five minutes fourteen. It's the longest one. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Oh well, that's scuppered that. It is. <laughs> I'm afraid. But uh, actually, Amy's choice is one of the tracks which I miss, which is when the Doctor is running up the road yeah. and when he's hiding in the the shop. Yes. Yeah. When he's really... trying not to fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. Really. Again. It's a version it, of the Doctor's theme, but yeah, it really, but it's very hot, ramped up. Yeah, uh, good version, which they haven't got on here. It's yeah. a shame. Other ones, uh, "Life and Death of Amy Pond," which is that scene basically. That is another be- beautiful one because it was shown at the end. You heard it at the end of uh, the Pandorica opens when yeah. the Doctor's dragged into the Pandorica. Yeah, and Amy's. That is another really, yeah. really good piece. If they've actually gone for an actively selected and deselected, which is what it sounds like, but yeah. this piece is missing. I'm surprised that they haven't, or Murray or someone hasn't put the timing to putting it together a bit more and maybe reorchestrating it. Well, again, I you think... You can do it in the studio without hiring the whole... Yeah, I, I hate BBC. to say I hate to say this, but I think it is indicative of the latest trend is that they're cutting back on money. Mm. They're, they're cutting... They've cut back on the production of this and they've just, as I said, snipped and dropped. It's not quite done on the cheap, but it's got that feel of being... Yes, I get the feeling that less money has been spent on this than has been spent on previous releases. Maybe, I don't know. That's the feeling I get. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a choice they, they made. I think a lot of fans probably said... Why haven't you put this queue in? Why haven't you put that queue in? So they put in as many as they could on the mm. two discs. I, in that case, I think it was a bad move myself. Yeah. Yeah. What happened last time? The producer or director started listening to the fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. As a soundtrack, I'm really. Oh, as a soundtrack album, there are there are certain high points on there, and they, it does make particular emphasis on the eleventh hour, yes. and then on the final two parts of Pandora opens Big yeah. Bang, which I think mm. is the right way because both of those have got really great distinctive yeah uh, sound to it and they do mirror each other as well yeah to an extent to get, yeah uh, well it's the this theme and... name name of the tracks mad man in a box yeah. compared to sad man in a box mm. yeah yeah does river have a theme i think she does there are a couple of uh, river someone, yeah there's ones. one here's called river's path but and river runs she... through it which yeah. is uh, from pandora opens river's path is time of angels yeah which i think is her beginning bit when she's breaking into yeah. the homing. Hello, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Home box. Who came up with a river runs through it? That must have taken him so long <laughs> yeah. to think up, mustn't it? A river of tears. Yes. Which is a bit where she's walking past the window yeah. in the mm. Big Bang. But yeah, on the whole, I'd say go out and get this, add it to the collection. It's worth it. Yeah. Some beautiful tracks there. And the other thing about them putting individual cues out is they are in order. Yeah. So from the beginning... Well, actually, the first one isn't technically. It comes starts with Doctor Who theme, which should actually be the second track <laughs> after Down to Earth. But anyway, ignoring that, they're basically in chronological order. Yeah, it, working through the seasons, so you get the progression of music through the seasons. Yeah, and it, it's great, and it does bring to mind because it's in order. You remember the scenes from Eleventh Hour, you, the fish custard noise. It's all there in order. Yeah, but again, they could have rearranged it. Maybe. Put a little bit more work on it. One thing I do regret they didn't put on here was some Pandorica Suite, which they had yes. at the um, oh, yeah. Yeah. prom. I was just going to mm. say, because they did the Pandorica Suite at yeah. the prom, 
I wondered if that had gone on to here, but maybe no. they're waiting to put that on something else because that was quite nice. All the prom bits, well, a few of the prom bits were sweets. Yeah, mm. they were rearranged. Yeah, into such a, as uh, lizards, liz, and yeah. whatever, and things like that, which they didn't recreate them here, which is a shame. Which is a great shame. But we've got them, I suppose, from the, uh, yeah. the radio version, so not too bad. Yeah. Go out and buy. Okay, you wonderful, lovely, happy, chewy people. You've been writing into us, which is great and nice and wonderful, both electronic mail and snail mail. And here it is, mm-hmm. our forum. <laughs> no, they're forum. Okay, your forum. We've snail heard mail. From Ken. Hello, Hello Ken. Ken. Well, it's Ken two exclamation marks smiley face. Oh, no. hello, Ken two exclamation marks smiley face. That's surely that name, should be isn't it? hello, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and well wishes to you all, as well as the inanimate mascot figures. <gasps> hello, head of Pertwee! Oh, hello, head of Pertwee! Hello, head of Pertwee. Sorry. Hello, cardboard Gunhilda. Oh, cardboard Gunhilda. How are you doing with your wig collection? Very nice. She's, Those aren't she really doesn't suit blonde, does she? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I understand that you all have lives to lead. Yes. No. Day-to-day realities. But I do hope my message finds you all together. The best so podcast show, in my humble opinion, to the ones where you're all there. <laughs> we're you. never all here, no. even when we're all here. Long time listener, first time emailer. Oh, Apologies for going on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> Just think it's important to show appreciation of your work on Staggering Stories. Thank you. Thank you. I have a renewed appreciation of the sci-fi supernatural genre, especially since listening to your show. <laughs> Recently came across a comment on your website accusing staggering stories of smutty talk. Please ignore all of these styles of twonk, ignorant, (laughs) stick-in-the-mud, no sense of humour comments, Uh as they probably have no sense of (laughs) humour. Have the personality of Davros. (laughs) As a team, I sincerely love your work and appreciate the collective sense of humour of you all. (laughs) Seven exclamation marks, smiley face. (laughs) To be honest, exclamation mark, I am only really following Doctor Who from David Tennant onwards exclamation look there's no need to put in so many oh, bloody exclamation mind your happy place I'm sorry <laughs> no offence to the producers but they could have tried harder to find an actor better than Matt Smith yay <laughs> <laughs> exclamation mark that's a good exclamation mark he's probably a nice guy etc but he lacks personality etc of David Tennant you spelt Tennant wrong <laughs> oh dear <laughs> exclamation mark don't criticise our first time emailers <laughs> ok I'm sorry you haven't spelt Tennant wrong at all you've just spelt it uniquely <laughs> the doctors previous to David Tennant spelt uniquely were much like the standard and quality of the backdrops and set designs of their respective eras Ooh. and series Ooh. have great childhood memories of all the previous episodes but not able to buy all the pre-David Tennant spelt uniquely Doctor Who DVDs exclamation mark torch Wood, exclamation mark is a great favourite as well exclamation mark <laughs> <laughs> only wish it lasted a little bit longer though exclamation mark 
<laughs> Children of Earth was a great series and they had a great selection of actors, although they could have killed off the fiancé character of the former female cop. He was very insignificant, annoying and unnecessary. Why, oh, why, oh, why kill off the main character's actors who made the show two exclamation marks and leave a surplus unnecessary character alive, especially at the very end of the series? Can you guess what he's put next? <laughs> exclamation mark? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> exclamation mark. I know it's been a long message and I apologise for that. Don't apologise, it's been a thrill. <laughs> I don't get a lot of free time to watch TV, so I catch up on the sci-fi world, etc. through your show, which is good. Oh, God. A bit of a dream is to collect all the Doctor <laughs> Who and the other DVDs of the shows you mention in your show. Yeah. The Staggering Stories commentary shows are okay, three question marks. <laughs> <laughs> but re- he missed the exclamation mark button. <laughs> but are really not entertaining enough to the listener. Would be okay Aww. if the listener had the particular series episodes playing as in sequence with you on the show. That's the idea, idea of them. <laughs> Not being sexist, but is there any ch- people who start a sentence not sexist are then going to write something that ticks Jean and I well and truly Calm off? Calm. I shall now read the sentence. I've lost my place. <laughs> not being sexist. Not being sexist, but is there any chance you could get one or both of the girls? <laughs> At least with girls, not women. I suppose that's it's been a, a while compliment. since we've been girls. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time since we were girls. A good thirty odd years, I think. <laughs> Are we going to allow this, or it depends am what I, else goes am on? I after this. the paper piece by piece. Let's hear what, what he wants okay. the girls to okay. do. At least we're not girlies. This this is very true. But is there any chance you could get one or both of the girls to be on the commentary shows to add some more spark and make mm-hmm. the commentary shows more entertaining? He's really slamming down no, on he these doesn't commentaries, like the commentaries, isn't he? No. Mm. He's only put one exclamation mark. <laughs> He's not that hot over them, then. <laughs> and make the listener want to actually listen to the commentary <laughs> shows. Oh, Ken, double exclamation mark, smiley face. You're not making any friends. <laughs> Please don't take offence at my comments. OK. <laughs> no offence intended at all, exclamation Mark smiley face with a silly colon rather than a semicolon. Thank, a silly you, colon. thank you for your time, exclamation mark smiley face, all your hard work, etc. As a team is very much appreciated, exclamation you. mark. Yours sincerely, Ken, double exclamation mark, smiley face. I love you, Ken. <laughs> I was going to say, may I apologise for the sarcasm expressed by my colleague here? I think you're yourself. a wonderful human being, Ken. <laughs> She's had a and, bad evening. And I really want long you evening. to write to us again, because I, I think that was a wonderful letter. <laughs> Even if you referred to Jean and I as girls. <laughs> well, at least that's Criticised Crumbly, Real Keith and Adam's efforts at making entertainment, entertaining commentaries and used more exclamation marks than is strictly necessary. <laughs> no, comment- and I'm not allowed to use the word twice. So that's why I said twonk. Yes, commentaries, unfortunately, would be too much on the fuel bill to get down here twice. (laughs) I just can't be arsed. (laughs) Thank you for writing, Ken. Thank Thank you, you, Ken. You're a prince among men. I do have to add, Ken, that I have listened to some of the commentaries and they do work a lot, lot better if you are watching watching the thing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Either that or you have a blooming good memory. <laughs> if you know what we're talking about, you might get away with it. If you've never seen it, forget it. That's forget it. probably going to be very weird. Yeah. Okay, we have an email here. Ooh. From Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, Hello, team. Hello, Reese. In my previous email, i.e., your previous episode, i.e., the one we recorded about an hour ago, yeah. <laughs> I reviewed, gave out some standout pieces from the specials soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So now to series five. Okay. Yeah. Standout track number one <laughs> is track number one, Doctor Who 11. No! Well, it does stand out as a terrible piece stroke version of the theme. I agree with Reese. I think it's just one step up from Dominic Glynn. Really? No, I I wouldn't... don't like it. I quite like it now. I I wouldn't put it... I wouldn't put it (laughs) like that. It's it's not my favourite Murray Gold theme, Hmm. but it's not the worst Murray Gold theme. Yes, it is. Hmm. (laughs) don't know. I quite like it. And I disagree with you. It's it's grown on me the more I've been subjected to it on the commentaries. I'm with Reese here. Stand out track two is track number three, Little Amy. (laughs) So sweet, like Amy. Oh, (laughs) God. If he manages to sneak Stargate Universe into this, you know, he's not allowed to write it. No, it's not. (laughs) My third selection is The Sun's Gone Wibbly. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. 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 It builds up the excitement and really complements the scene when it's played, which, if you want to know, is where the Doctor is talking to the world leaders on Jeff's laptop. Yep. Which I thought was quite a funny scene. It was yeah. very good. Patrick, calm down. <laughs> Number four get is... A yeah, get a girlfriend. <laughs> Number four is track 13, Amy's theme. Yay. Absolutely beautiful, just like Amy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reese, I'm rapidly leaving your corner. <laughs> Reese, I think you need to sort that one out with El Presidente. There's only room in this podcast for one person to lust after Amy. <laughs> the entire world does, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is skipping forward a bit and pass some good tracks track 47 the pandorica Mm -hmm. it starts a little bit funny but then it gets really good it was used in the reveal music in the pandorica opens and the big bang for example it played when the rather badly damaged cybermen came around the corner and picked up its head and i just realized what the end of that last sentence (laughs) (laughs) the last one i like is track 48 words win wars yeah it's just superb! <laughs> All in black capital letters. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to find a version without Matt Smith talking over it. Yes. Not that I'd have any objection to Matt Smith talking over it, but I want to hear just the music. Music, yeah. yeah. And yeah. in the prom, they actually had Matt Smith the, talking the, over the, it. The, yeah. They had lifted it from the actual show, yeah. yeah. It plays when the Doctor is standing on the stone at Ston- Stonehenge. Is this when he's having his little rant and I'm that, sitting there going, yeah. just shoot him! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, I was thinking that and I wanted him to win. <laughs> Someone just press the bloody button. Yeah. I guess there are a few stones there. Yes, there are a few stones at Stonehenge, but there aren't that many that lie flat in the yeah. middle. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And often referred to as the altar stone, which is what he was standing on. It starts as part of the 11th Doctor's theme, or is it called Every Star and Every Planet, or mm, Am true. I the Doctor, or dot, yeah. dot, dot. And then it crosses into a piece that really complements the situation and the really good speech the Doctor was saying. Mm. Yeah. So, but nice to hear it without the Doctor without saying the actual, his bit. Yeah, you the can go straight over the music. Top. Yeah, yeah, just the music. Well, that's it for this time. So bye-bye from Reese. Goodbye, Reese. Yep. You are also a prince among men. <laughs> She's in a funny <laughs> mood tonight. About a bit tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Reese. Apparently you're not a prince among men. Real Keith says you're a bastard. <laughs> 
amongst men, as I stated, but no, that's not good enough for me. Me and Reese, we're like that. No, you're not. Yes, we are. Don't make that gesture when you're talking about Reese. <laughs> They're both in a funny mood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to drive them home. I'm hungry. Anyway. Right, uh, we have one here from Patrick. Hello, hey, Patrick. Patrick. Dear team, or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're doing quite good tonight. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Quote, say, well, I haven't been able to slip any who quotes into common conversation yep. that I can remember, but I do have a few favourites. Firstly, a few from Classic Who. I've only seen two full episodes of Classic Era, both have at least one very quotable line in them. City of Death is first, which contains my favourite line, shall we take the lift or fly? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. yes. Yeah. The line is completely absurd, but brilliantly delivered. I like my version. The second is from that classic episode, The Five Doctors. <laughs> All together now? No, no not, not the, the mind probe. probe. <laughs> yeah. I think we delivered it better than Paul Jericho. I've got to try to work <laughs> that into conversation. <laughs> New Who now. I think that most of these have been credited to the vast Toffee MN, who seems to have a knack of creating very quotable lines. Firstly, from the 11th hour. You're Scottish. Fry something. <laughs> yep. And hit one we mentioned a minute ago. Blimey, get a girlfriend, Jeff. <laughs> Second of those two isn't necessarily funny in itself, but the way Matt Smith says it always makes me crack up. I finish up my feedback with a simple quote, but an undeniable classic. The last quote in his letter is the very first thing the Doctor ever said to Rose Tyler. Run! <laughs> yeah. Spot me with you, Patrick. Thanks, Thank Matt. you, Patrick. Patrick. I did actually manage to get um, a sci-fi reference into a headline at work with nobody noticing it. What oh, yeah? This? Our mayor at the time is a lady called Sally Blake. And she <laughs> Blake. Was, <laughs> and she was nominated for a second term, and she it made her very happy. So my headline was Blake's Heaven. Oh, oh, that's I, good. I thought nobody would notice, but we got letters. Oh, really good, good, good. Yeah. I, I keep wanting to, at some point, manage to get really obscure Doctor Who references into my minutes, yeah. and one day I will manage it. I do try, but not all stories um, welcome it. You uh, know? Apparently, you no. get the look as well, don't you? I do get the look. Yes, yeah. what's called for come along pond. Probably. <laughs> I, I can Believe just me, see I'm working we, on it. We, we're going to have a set of minutes one day where we actually are going to have someone puts in a planning application for a blue police box and I'm going to have to put the word TARDIS in for certain minutes yeah. and they're not going to believe me that it was actually mentioned at the meeting. Yep. <laughs> thank you for writing in. Oh, You're yes. wonderful. Yes, thank you. Especially Ken. We like Ken. <laughs> she did like your letter. She's just in Ken. a funny yeah. mood. Respect, Ken. Ken, you're the dude. So if you would like to write to us again... Especially Ken. <laughs> you can write to us at... Show. At... Staggering. Stop. Stories. Dot. Com. Net. 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 <laughs> Sorry, net. Should we do that again? <laughs> nah. Okay. <laughs> or something like that. Something like that. Just type random words. Net. Yeah, it gets to us. Tis net. Definitely net. We scan the entire internet. Yeah. So for those of you who are actually writing to us, we're not doing two podcasts in one night now. No. Yeah, we're now going back to one podcast. A fortnight. A fortnight. Yep. And you can but- damn well be pleased to get that. <laughs> Which means a return. I'm sure Ken will be pleased of the commentaries every other week. Oh. Yay! <laughs> if these guys put on girly voices, would that make you happy, Ken? I can talk like this if you like. Is Hello, that Ken. Jane impression? <laughs> yes. Oh, That's like Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay. No! I'm not that high. Yeah, she's, she's more down here. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm going to say I'm, I'm about D. See the D or an E when I'm talking. I'm not an E. Size. We're talking about your voice. No, that's a double F G. Love. Wind. Make note. The wind's just 
fainted. I'm out of gene voice. I'm out of gene voice. <laughs> okay, until the next time of slightly bizarre and disturbing talk. Yeah, yeah. This is Will Keith going goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Till next time. Maybe. Uh, bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 94, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fate Keith, Gene Riddler, and The Real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker, and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on our site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Adam's gone to the toilet. He's having a wee... Sploosh. How's your best black jive voice? <laughs> I didn't know Audrey had a black jive voice. It was, yeah, because um, I can't remember yeah. who did it for the film, but he was a, a, a jazz man. We yeah, could all yeah. give it a go and see which one of us sounds the better. Oh, he's getting his vocal cords oh, ready. He's getting the chocolate out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> feed me, Ruby, feed me now. <laughs> okay. Feed me, Ruby. Feed me now. You gonna join us? No, God, no, <laughs> Feed me, Ruby. Feed me now. That just sounded perverted. <laughs> Good. It's Adam. Come on. <laughs> little shop of horrors, bop chip bop. Little just shop of horrors. Type in little shop of horrors and it'll come up. Yeah. Wop dop dop. Sounds like the opening credits to um, a pup named Scooby Doo. No, no, mm, no. It does does? It's all about a giant plant that uh, eats people. Tries to take over the world. And in fact, if it wasn't for the Americans bottling it out in the movie, it would have, because it does on the stage play. The plant wins. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> it's one of those few occasions where the bad guy wins. Ah, good, good. Welcome to Staggering Stories Podcast ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety four. old now, aren't we? Yeah. Keith's age. <laughs> So, mm. you mean this bit's not going to go out? No. no. You're all wankers! <laughs> Except for the outtakes. the outtakes. Old bagger. <laughs> He'll learn one day. He's been doing it longer than I have. He will learn one day. Mind, mental health, media. No, it's okay. I've got something distracted by something else. <laughs> will you put <laughs> Karen Gillan down? <laughs> More cock, as in... Yeah. More cock. <laughs> In quotes, BBC didn't want Amy Pond room. Mm. I don't know what that's all about, anyway. It, it's strange. You got distracted by something concerning Amy, Amy Pond. Pond. Yeah. yeah. He didn't tell yeah. us what it was. No, we, all we knew didn't. it yeah. was Amy yeah. Pond, yes. Yeah. Let's see what he's going to be wearing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was joking when I said it, but I might actually do it. No, what no, say, you no, 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 you've no, got to now. Adam, Adam. They do look very alike, don't they? Big Amy and little Amy. That's because they're genetically linked. Well, yes, I know, but some people don't. I'm... Yeah. And not yeah. in a Doctor Who sci-fi <laughs> way. No. They, yeah, they do look yeah. surprisingly yeah. similar. Recently came across a comment on your website about accusing staggering stories of smutty talk. <gasps> Please Shiant. ignore all the... Oh, dear, I can't say that. That's a bad word. What is, is it? Whisper. That word. Ooh. Ooh. No. <laughs> See, even Winston, Winston Churchill just attacked me just because he thought I was going to say twat. <laughs> Damn. Right. Tonk. <laughs> Tonk? Tonk. 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 Tonk, yes. 
We have an email here from Reese. Hello, Hello, Reese. Hang on, just adjust the bar strap. (laughs) You're adjusting your things for Reese. She was. She hoisted them up. I hoisted my bar strap up. That's giving him a cheap thrill. (laughs) Where's Win when you need him? Oh, oh, yeah. Hello, Win. Jean says hello. Hello everyone, this is Wes from the Omega Podcast, and I wanted to ask all Doctor Who Podcast subscribers for their help. In the recent past, Paul G., the developer of Who News application for iPod Touch, iPhone, and iPad, had someone in his extended family diagnosed with leukemia. That person was 12-year-old Andrew. Andrew underwent chemotherapy for his type of cancer, and thankfully seems to be in remission after many, many treatments. During his treatments, young Andrew was kindly granted a wish from the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which grants wishes to children and young people fighting life-threatening illnesses. Due to the impact Paul has seen from the Make-A-Wish Foundation, he has decided to donate all the profits from the sale of Who News for an entire month. Paul has decided to begin the sale starting the 23rd of November, 2010, which marks the 47th anniversary of Doctor Who, and it will end the 23rd of December. The application costs only $3.99 in the U.S. and £2.39 in the U.K., and again, all the sales will go for that month to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The application Who News brings you the latest news from all your favorite Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Sarah Jane Adventure websites and podcasts in one easy-to-use application on your iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch. Make sure to visit www.who-news.com for details on what this great application can do, or look for the Omega Podcast episode 14 on YouTube for a full review to see this application in action. Make sure not to miss this opportunity to help support the Make-A-Wish Foundation and get one of the best Doctor Who apps out there at the same time. And, if you're listening to this, it's because you're probably listening to a podcast from the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. A great group of great podcasts that love to spread the word of Who. Make sure to learn more about the DWPA by going to www.doctorwhopodcastalliance.org. Thanks and good luck. (laughs) 